I've got a day tripper that's even worse than the Beatles song. And I've got a lovely meal that nobody likes anymore. Welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take uh, things that have happened on this day in history and we stick them up against each other in a sort of height charty way. Yes, we do. He's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley. And together we are standing in the greengrocers of time, squeezing the melons of history to see which is the most entertaining. <laughs> You've won today. So well done. <laughs> I'm going to take you to the 6th of March, 1943, when Norman Rockwell published his painting Freedom from Want on the front cover of the Saturday Evening Post. Freedom from Want, you probably know if you've seen many American paintings. It is a picture of a family gathered round a Thanksgiving table with a turkey arriving in the picture. Don't know why they published it in March. Doesn't make much sense. Thanksgiving's not for another eight months. Because he just had the idea and he was in love with it. I mean, that's always the case, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's pretty... Well, it's, I think the editor was... He tried to sell it to the US... Some part of the American government, which was commissioning posters, and they said, no, no, we used illustrators in the First World War and they were rubbish. We're going for real fine artists. So it's going to be fine art. So I imagine there were lots oh. of Jackson Pollock recruitment posters and things like that. So they didn't want people <laughs> like Rockwell, who were mere illustrators. And so he sort of dejectedly went back to his drawing board. Uh, his editor at the Saturday Evening Post saw the four posters he had put, put together and bought them instantly and put them on the front of the Saturday Evening Post. They were based on the four freedoms, which Jake told us about uh, oh, yeah. sometime in early January. Oh, yeah. Um, freedom of stool. Oh, yeah. yeah, freedom of stool. And all the rest um, of And this one was freedom from want, and it showed a family enjoying a nice big meal, and now it has become synonymous with Thanksgiving, and lots of people do parodies of it, Um Yes, you'll see lots of parodies of it. But Freedom From Want is something no one likes to talk about anymore because 15 years later, in 1958, Isaiah Berlin publishes Two Concepts of Liberty. So whereas FDR could say freedom from want and freedom from hunger and freedom from fear were just as important as freedom to do things, Isaiah Berlin's essay said, no, there are two kinds of liberty. Positive liberty, which is the freedom to do something and freedom to do what you want, and negative liberty, which is just freedom from the interference of other people. And actually, only positive liberty is real liberty. So oh, since then, the entire theory, everything's like, my freedom to spend money is the most important freedom. My freedom to live the way I want is much more important than your freedom from say getting cholera that's just who i am i've got to be yeah. myself i'm, I'm sorry, sorry. I've got to be I'm sorry. Myself. isaiah berlin told me it's I, positive liberty that, i'm actually doing you a favor by making a more liberal society by doing exactly what i want to do when i want to do it exactly I'm, and in fact if anything your desire to be free from homelessness is um, impinging on my liberty to not pay any money into any form of social care for you well, so. I've I've got I've got uh, a company uh, whose freedom to make money mm -hmm. uh, very much superseded its uh, particular stringency when it came to applying safety oh, measures. Dear. I've got the sixth of March, nineteen eighty-seven, mm. and Townsend Torrenson. Do you remember the Townsend Torrison? I don't. You don't? No. Does that mean I nothing don't. to you, that? Interesting. No. I think the first thing I remember is Westland, and then the Challenger, and after that I remember news, but that's about it. Okay. Well, it was a car ferry. It was a very famous oh. uh, company that did lots of trans-channel sailings from Dover to Calais. Yeah. Uh, this particular ferry was leaving Zeebrugge for Dover. Oh, the Spirit of Free Enterprise. Yes, the Herald of Free Enterprise. Ah, uh, okay. That, 
Herald of... Uh, sorry, yes. No, no it's fine. Shut up now. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they basically just set off, only they'd left the door open the f- of the ferry. Oh. And it filled up with water. I mean, water. that's key with most boats, isn't it? You want to keep the Always bits of below shut water. the door. I mean, I'm not a yeah. nautical person, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> shutting the door... <laughs> If we've learned anything from the Titanic and the Britannic, and indeed the Olympic, all three sister ships, it's that the areas of a boat that are below the waterline should generally be kept watertight. Shut the door of them. Uh, These were roll-on, roll-off ferries. The idea was a very fast turnover. Uh, You you know, the cars drive on and then they drive straight off. And uh, the problem was that in Zeebrugge, as a specific port, uh, Mm. you had to lower the level of the ferry by pumping water into the ballast tanks to to get... Mm access uh to to get the cars off and you could only use one ramp and stuff uh anyway so they did that and i think you know they they left the bow doors open and extra ballast so it's still quite low in the water and it just filled up Mm -hmm. with water and it sank in 90 seconds what 100 yards it got uh, and it was pretty I mean, the band on that part, they wouldn't even have time to warm up, really. <laughs> OK, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. They do a sound check. Yeah, OK, yeah, yeah. we've got to do this quickly. <laughs> You've got your bingo cards. One, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. We aren't sailing. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, there were new oh. safety measures brought in uh, to effect. I mean, they did not waste time. That was 1987, and the new safety measures were brought into effect in 1999 after a second ferry disaster. The Estonia. Oh. Well done, guys. In some ways, it's quite pleasing that. Is it not pleasing that a ferry called the Herald of Free Enterprise should lead to greater regulation for all ferries? Yes. I mean. That's vaguely pleasing, yeah. in a way. Sank I mean, like not pleasing Estonia. That people... No, it's all so, terrible. Yeah. Let's go to the birthday. Happy birthday to Valentina Tereshkova, the first and youngest woman ever to have gone to space. On the 16th of June, 1963, she went on a solo mission on Vostok 6. For three days she spent in space on her own, and she's the only woman to have done a solo space mission ever. Uh, She's currently a representative in the Russian parliament, in the Duba, because she's joined Vladimir Putin's party, and generally she seems less pleasant than she was impressive 50 years ago. (laughs) uh, She was a textile factory worker who was an amateur skydiver, which is why she was picked for the cosmonauts. Uh, Not picked for mathematics or science, but for being willing to jump out of aeroplanes. Um, (laughs) She didn't really want to go to space, but the thought of the... Mission director was, we cannot allow that the first person in space will be American. Um, when she went right. went into space... Get in. Get in. Yeah, she was taken to the launch pad and Yuri Gagarin, had, when he went, had urinated on the bus tyre that took him there. And so apparently it was a tradition, which no one thought she was going to join him with, but she dropped her space suit and urinated on the bus tyre just like Gagarin had done. Well done. Oh, wow. Is that why he was called Yuri? Yes. Ah. <laughs> Urine Gargari. Yes. Urinating Gargari. I did not know that. Very interesting. It was short for urine, yeah. Oh, well uh, done her. That's Valentina Tereshkova. Nice. She's brilliant in some ways, but I think don't look too closer to what she's doing now. It's probably not very pleasant. Certainly not, yeah, up that bus. Uh, so yeah. I've got a death. It's Alice Woodby McCain. Uh, died in 1948. She was the first uh, woman doctor in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, and then she went into politics and stuff. And she opened a school of nurse training for black people in Savannah. Uh, she did some very cool stuff. Her husband uh, was from Liberia. Mm. And she went over to Liberia and set up a hospital there. 
and then came back and set up uh, a hospital for women and children and uh, a charity and stuff and she was really cool and then she joined a uh, Republican committee and was a member of the National Association for the Advancement of Coloured People mm-hmm. and uh, you know well done well done I mean when I look at the things I've done <laughs> I remember I went carol singing for Greenpeace when I was 11 <laughs> that's about as far as it goes so well done her well done on that heartwarming note uh, yes another edition of Date Fight Light is slowly ground underfoot <laughs> we will be back tomorrow with some more of it in the meantime though you can go online and you can vote for which story you thought was the best if you go to Twitter it's at date underscore fight or on Facebook it's facebook.com forward slash date fight yeah if you'd like to support the podcast you can go to patreon.com slash date fight oh yes you can and we would welcome you with open arms we definitely would are in the throes of preparing the super secret Two Dads podcast uh, solely for Patreon listeners. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>